Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Did you know that food is a gift from the Lord and he wants us to eat and drink for his glory? From the beginning of time, God created food as a gift to satisfy his people's taste buds and nourish their bodies. When you heal and find freedom around the area of food, you too will find that eating and drinking nourishes your soul and acts as a worship towards God. Our food is a good gift from God, and we're to use our food choices and everything else in our lives to glorify Him. As you've been listening over these last few episodes, you know that I'm on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home and help women of faith heal their relationship with food, restore their identity in Christ, and lose toxic weight for good so they can finally become the healthy whole mom God created them to be. My story and my struggles with emotional eating and weight gain started when I was about nine years old when my parents separated. I share about my journey of gaining and losing the same 40 to 60 pounds over and over again during different seasons of my life on episode number 52. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen, head back to 52 and listen to that one. This is a healing process, right? This is a journey towards freedom with food and it's not an overnight gig. Some pieces take years to heal and then some others after years of struggle are healed and delivered in an instant like my come to Jesus moment in the bathtub with alcohol, which I shared in episode number 57. So that's just kind of a review for you. In today's episode, though, I will be sharing my personal takeaways from chapter 8 in the full book by Asherita Tutu. It's called Food, Jesus, and the Battle for Satisfaction. When I went through this book in 2019, it literally changed my life so much that I came back around here now in 2021 and chose it for the 12-week curriculum for my breakthrough program, the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint, to truly give you weapons for weight loss that work for lasting freedom, to help you renew your mind, to make you wise to the enemy's tactics so you can armor up and stand against his schemes, and to help you trade guilt for grace in your relationship with food. So in today's episode, I'm going to share key highlights from this chapter, chapter eight, on using meals as a time of worship and how wise nourishment and the divine dietitian can help us celebrate the gift of food. We'll talk about how we can transform obsessive eating habits into a beautiful time to worship the Lord through our meals, listen in to learn how to say a prayer to invite the Holy Spirit to safeguard you and allow you to know what is good for you. Before we get into all of that, though, I want to let you know about two things. Number one, the doors have officially closed for the beta group for the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint, which is, again, my 12-week signature program that I'm launching January of 2022. So even though we are no longer accepting applications at this time for this round, you can still get on the wait list for the next round that is launching spring of 2022, most likely April 1st. Um, be sure you listen all the way through to the end today so you know how to get access to the replay of the Food Freedom Workshop that explains all about it, unpacks the three mistakes that people make when trying to lose weight on their own, the four signs of emotional eating, and of course, the blueprint that can change it all for you, beloved. It is so amazing. I'm just honored to be a part of this work that God is doing. Okay, number two, I want to make sure you know about an amazing giveaway that we are finishing out the year with. Guys, I would not have been able to do what I did this year in losing almost 35 pounds and just having complete freedom without having first an inner healing session. There were things that were blocking me. I didn't feel like I had permission to really go after that desire of my heart to lose the extra 50 pounds of weight that I was carrying around. I knew it was holding me back in my business. I knew it was holding me back in my relationships. I knew it was holding me back in being big and bold and working for the kingdom in the ways that I was created to. And so after that first heart healing session that I did, 
in March of 2021, it was like whew, floodgates opened and I had full permission and it was just like, as they say, the rest is history. So it wasn't that, that long ago that I shared about my goals for 2021. That was in episodes number 17 and 18. And I shared again that I had a desire in my heart to shed 50 pounds of toxic weight that I knew was holding me back. It wasn't really a part of me that God designed me to be. And instead, I, there was this result of burdens, again, that I was carrying around that didn't belong to me and I didn't want to carry around anymore. I knew I was done. Well, I set that goal January 1st of 2021. And again, it felt like I was stuck until March. I hadn't made much progress and it wasn't again until I had that inner healing session midway through March that I finally broke free from what was holding me back and keeping me stuck. Literally that one session opened the floodgates and my breakthrough started to come together. And I remember listening to the song. I had a few songs I had been playing on repeat during that season of 2021. One was First Love, the other was Waymaker, the third one was Jericho, and the fourth was The Blessing. And so Jericho, right? I was listening to the song Jericho, and he talks about the walls come crumbling down that he built up, you know, trading punches with the enemies and all these walls that had been built up. And those walls just came crumbling down and um, flooding through with breakthrough. And so I was just walking as I was listening to that song, I remember, and feeling undone by the Father's love. And um, it was basically my first inner healing session written in song form. It just, I resonated with it so much and I was soaking it up at that time. So let me ask you, do you ever feel like there's something holding you back from complete healing? Jesus is your ultimate healer and I truly believe there is healing at the cross. I have so much confidence in what inner healing can do. I can't wait to give us away. We are doing it in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. So you're not part of that community. Go ahead, search for that on Facebook or click the link in the show notes. And this is for the entire month of December. You're going to have an opportunity to win this inner healing session with me. So in this inner healing session, I walk you through a personal experience with the Lord so that you can receive encouragement as you learn to hear God's voice for yourself, as you break free from any emotional pains, lies, or limiting beliefs that have been keeping you stuck. And as you gain confidence, and hear the truth of what he has to say about you, the truth of who he says you are. And as you get in line and in alignment with that truth that he wants to just shower you with his love. And so these sessions are amazing. There's so much more that can be revealed during these sessions. And I'm just passionate about taking a biblical approach and helping you step into the victory, freedom, and satisfaction gifted to you through Christ. All you have to do to win this life-changing inner healing session is join the Facebook group. Yes, it's that easy. Click on the link in the show notes to join or just search Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint on Facebook. You can even earn extra entries by inviting friends into the group too. Now, be sure to ask their permission first because it ain't nice to add someone to a Facebook group without asking their permission. Let's make sure we have the right people coming into our community, but that's just extra. All you need to qualify for this gift away for you is for you to join the Facebook group yourself. And then again, anytime you invite a gal pal inside, your name gets added for an extra entry for each person. We will be announcing the winner January 5th. So don't carry old baggage into the new year. Join the Facebook group, invite your friends, and let's start the new year right. Welcome to the Covered Beloved Podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, 
I believe that when God created the earth, He didn't leave us without solutions, that He created us to be healthy and whole, and that He's covered each and every one of us as mothers with His protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because He's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. I know a biblical approach is needed because when we aren't in alignment with who God says we are, we are susceptible to the enemy's lies. Either God is shaping our minds or the world is. And I want to keep planting seeds that will open your heart to the idea that the Lord wants to fight this battle for you and victory is found in Jesus. So today we're talking about using meals as a time of worship and how wise nourishment and divine dietitian advice can help us celebrate the gift of food. So can you really use meals as a time of worship? I bet you think this is impossible. So much of your thoughts, emotions, and energy is wrapped up in your weight or is food related. And that just seems so far out there to even think about the gift that food really is and how it can be an opportunity to praise God and give thanks But that is exactly what it was created for. And we see this theme of food as a gift throughout scripture from Genesis on. In Genesis 9-3, it says, Everything that lives and moves about will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I now give you everything. Give, as in gift, as in a gift, right? He gives it to you and you receive it as a gift. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And 1 Timothy 4.4-5 says, Everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Now, I understand how celebrations involving food seem to only bring more stress, more overwhelm, anxiety, insecurity, and confusion, but I want to share with you that there is hope. The more healing you get, the more freedom you will find in this area, and you will be able to hear the voice of the divine dietitian as you seek wise nourishment. And I know this because this past weekend, my husband and I went out for dinner and I noticed that something had shifted. So as you know, I've struggled with food and my relationship with food and eating for the wrong reasons, eating for comfort or eating to numb or to avoid. And so we went out to dinner. We went to this really fancy restaurant that was super expensive. And honestly, you guys, I had to have the waitress come back two times before I actually had decided what I wanted to eat. And that's not normal for me. Normally when we go out to dinner, I take full advantage because like this isn't how I normally eat at home, right? These are the lies that I think in my head or I used to think I should say oh, I'm just going to eat this. I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that. And I would probably even get something that I didn't even really want in the moment because I knew this wasn't the way that I normally ate. And so I was going to eat this way just because it was in front of me or it was on the menu. And it didn't really feel like it was me making the choice. And so as we were, you know, deciding what we were wanting to get, um, 
we shared an appetizer and then the waitress came back again and I had to send her away because I didn't know what I wanted yet. And he's like, my husband, he goes, this, I think this is the longest that you've ever taken to order a meal. And he just thought it was really strange. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like I'm trying to decide what I really, really want. And it had taken me a while because I wasn't really feeling like my traditional meal that I would get when we went out for dinner. And so I decided on something amazing. It doesn't really matter what I decided on, but I got, you know, this lightly breaded shrimp and asparagus and I got fries with that. And they had this cranberry butter that they made just at this specific restaurant that came with bread. And I enjoyed every single bite and it was amazing. It was really freeing. Honestly, that's the word. I know it's like overused, especially during this, these last few episodes, but like It was completely different. There was a shift and it was very freeing to sit there and enjoy the meal without thinking that I should or shouldn't have something or feeling that guilt rise up or feeling that self-hatred rise up or feeling that shame rise up. It was completely gone and it was amazing and I loved it so much. So I want to share with you that there is freedom. As you get more healing, you will find more freedom in this area. So our food is a gift. It's a good gift from God and we are to use our food choices and everything else in our lives to glorify him. God could have made us all vegetarians, right? He could have made us all robots. He could have made us a species that produce energy flakes on our own or give us what we need. But he created us with the physical ability to taste food to eat and chew and digest and derive energy and enjoyment from that food. And yeah, he gave us our taste buds, like these tiny receptors that send messages of pleasure to our brain and make us close our eyes with delight and breathe sighs of joy, right? As we're eating food and when we bite in and that juicy pear, that creamy avocado, like he created a plethora of delicacies in nature, these luscious fruits and these crisp vegetables and these crunchy nuts and these leafy greens. And they all have this unique texture and flavor and color combination and taste. And when we think of Adam and Eve and the foods that they had in the garden, right? These lush bursting with nutrients, just they had everything they needed and everything was good. And we are also free to enjoy the goodness of God's bounty of food. Like, why do you think God created taste buds? Would he have really done that if he didn't want us to enjoy flavors and food? No, he wouldn't. And he gave us just a sliver of that creativity, you know, to combine ingredients and prepare them in these delicious ways. And that we're using those opportunities as we're preparing the meal to glorify him. And as we're dining with others to celebrate this gift, this glorious gift of food and nourishment and flavor. And we have an opportunity at least three times a day, right? To celebrate this gift of food that God has given us and use our food choices to glorify him as we regularly nourish our bodies, this temple of God's spirit that lives within us. And so this is an act of worship, this act of worship, just being, you know, prayerful and thankful and gracious and um, accepting of that gift, receiving of that gift is an act of worship. And it reminds us that we are dependent on something other than ourselves, right? We didn't create this food. God did. God created the ability for us to grow food by creating the seeds. And it's just an amazing process. And so uh, I want to talk to you quickly about 
this idea of taste buds. What's really interesting is I was doing a 40-day sugar fast last, well, it was August 2020, and it was kind of midway through this sugar fast, and a statement came up in the book, and it said, there is nothing wrong with sweet treats. And the statement was like, is that true or false? That was asking in the book. And so what does your body say when you hear that? Like, how do you feel about that statement? Be honest. Does that statement trigger you? Does it make your bone shake? Do you hear rebuttals rising up from your stomach? Like, there's nothing wrong with sweet treats. There's nothing wrong with sweet treats. I will admit, I couldn't agree with that statement when I first read it. And I, at the time during the sugar fast, was still deciding if I should believe it or reject it. And Thoughts of like, well, I can't eat XYZ because I will get fat or I can't have ABC because then I'll want to have more or I can't control myself when I have, you know, elemental P. So if I want to have a piece, it'll create this domino effect and desire for more. But after this dinner experience, like I know that that's not true. I can sit there and enjoy a meal, give all the glory to God and celebrate the like gift of food and the moments that I have with my husband. And when we look back, even in Exodus with the Israelites and how God supernaturally fed them with the manna, I thought, how amazing for God to provide by literally raining down food from heaven for them. Like miracle number one, right? Food from heaven to satisfy their daily needs. They didn't have to worry about not having enough or having too much. So think about that when you're sitting down to your meal and celebrating. When God was supernaturally feeding the Israelites, Like they didn't have to worry if they were, weren't having enough or they were having too much. They had just enough to satisfy And in verse 12, uh, as we're reading through this passage here, the Lord says, In the morning, you will have all the bread you want. And this was how they would know that the Lord was their God. When we trust that it is the Lord that satisfies to the full, then we are okay to trust ourselves to take as much or as little as we want to satisfy, whether it's a savory meal or a sweet meal, right? Whether that's coming from fruit or homemade cheesecake, there's nothing wrong with sweet treats. And I was starting to get it during this sugar fast. And what do you suppose the manna tasted like? (laughs) What do you imagine literal food from heaven would taste like? I can only imagine that it would taste like the purest, perfectly sweet, not too much, not too little, most naturally satisfying delicacy with the ideal amount of flakiness baked in and in verse 31 it says that the manna tasted like honey wafers what in the study notes of my bible it described how they prepared it and it says the people gathered it and they ground it like grain and they made it into honey tasting pancakes yum and they ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle And so God in his kindness gave us honey from the comb. He gave us honey tasting bread flakes from heaven. He gave us the land of honey and milk as his promise, right? This is showing how good God is. And this helps me to see the truth of who he is, that he gives us good gifts because he loves us. Yeah. So anyway, it's just so amazing in that how God created tastes for us to enjoy, hence the 10,000 taste buds on our tongue, right? And those regenerate in about two weeks. You actually have new taste buds on your tongue. And so one thing people are concerned about when they do the fasting portion of the program with me is they're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to not have these other types of foods. And it's like, you know what? 
your God designed your taste buds to change over time. So even in as little as two weeks, you're not going to be craving sweet, sweet, sweet treats anymore, right? Not that you can't ever have a little if you wanted to. And you're going to, again, be partnering with the divine dietitian and wise nourishment to be able to have those foods. And you're going to have self-control. You're going to be able to decide what you want, how much you want to be satisfied. And so Uh, That's just something that I feel like the enemy is the one who has to pervert it and distort God's good gifts to us. And so who are we going to believe? Are we going to believe God? That there's true that there's nothing wrong with sweet treats and they have their place and they have their purpose and we can use it to celebrate God's goodness and his faithfulness and his generosity with others and we can use it as a way to worship him. Are we going to believe God, right? That that's true? Or are we going to believe the enemy who's only here to steal, kill, and destroy? So as you're sitting down together, whether it be with your spouse or with your children or with your friends or your family or your church community, here is an example of a meal blessing that you can use just to use that time as a worship, an act of worship to the Lord and God for everything, all of his goodness, his faithfulness, and his glory. So it goes like this. Thank you, Father God, for this wonderful food in the hands that grew it and prepared it. Thank you for our health and being our source of satisfaction, God, and giving us good things to enjoy. We worship and praise you for taking such good care of us and ask that this food nourish our bodies as we enjoy it and the time we have together around this table. Bless our conversations. We ask Holy Spirit to convict and lead us as we connect and ask him to help us to know when to stop eating as well as to intervene for us with you and remind us of all the things you teach us to be. Help us see the fruits of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, our self-control, our patience, our goodness, our kindness, our joy, love, peace, gentleness, and faithfulness. And let us be lights in the world and Jesus' hand and feet to do the good works. In his name, amen. Oh goodness, it's so amazing when we invite the Holy Spirit to help us set up our appetites and our food nourishment goals, right? To keep us safeguarded and to place our freedoms in Christ, our beliefs in Christ about our ability to nourish our bodies and to nourish them well and to know what's good for us and what isn't. And so just that obedience and that discipline as that develops in you, that will lead you to freedom. And just agree with God that good food is a gift and a blessing And use your mealtimes to reorient your heart towards him and allow Holy Spirit to personally guide you in freedom with any remaining food struggles that you might have. And it's about following that example of Jesus, right? And knowing that God's satisfaction, that he satisfies, not chips or junk food or anything like that, but that it's okay if those have a small place in your life, as long as you're not using them to replace anything that you would normally have gone to the Lord for. And just like a muscle, that discipline, it grows stronger the more we exercise it. And again, the more you find healing, the more freedom you're going to have in this area of your life. Okay, beloved, again, healing is a process. And if you're struggling with any weight or any burdens that you've been carrying, and you know that this is not something that God designed for you to carry, 
know that it's just a symptom, that there's something much deeper going on on the inside, and that feelings buried alive never die. The body actually keeps score on these things, and I want to show you how I was able to break free, how I lost 32 pounds of toxic fat that was weighing me down, how I gained the confidence to step into my calling and own it, and how I'm helping others find freedom as well. So beloved, I'm so excited. In case you missed it, I did a food freedom workshop in November of 2021, and I want to make sure you get access to the replay. Although I'm not currently taking applications because we are in the process of launching our beta group, I will be creating a waitlist so you can get on the waitlist for the next round of this program, which will be in spring of 2022. We're going to spend an hour together in this workshop, this replay, just unpacking what it really takes to break free from bondage, uh, the food struggles, the weight struggles, without exercise, and even if you've had this challenge your entire life. So for many of us, food has become an increasingly complex issue that causes those feelings of guilt or overwhelm or even hopelessness. And so if you've ever felt defeated by your lack of self-control or overwhelmed by your weight or thoughts and longings for food, then I invite you to join the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group where you can get access to the replay from November of 2021, but you can also get all of the information for the program as well as apply to be on the wait list. And so just so you can get a glimpse inside of what this Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint is, it is a faith-based format. Of course, it's comprehensive. It's holistic in nature. We are body, spirit, and soul. And so this program addresses all three, and I go through all three strands right? A strand of three cords is not easily broken. So I go through each of those strands in the food freedom workshop, the replay. We have a fast and a detox part of the program for the physical weight loss portion. We have a biblically based food freedom curriculum for the spiritual piece. And of course, inner healing, personal inner healing sessions for the heart and soul work that is so crucial for lasting freedom. And this is what I talked about in the beginning of the episode, how I was really wanting this and I had this desire in my heart, but it wasn't until I had that inner healing session and it was like, whew, the floodgates opened. I felt like I had full permission to go after this goal, this desire in my heart, and that it was going to impact others and was actually a part of my purpose and calling. And so a lot of times this physical barrier is in our way, and but there's a spiritual aspect to it as well. And so oftentimes that's connected to the soul and we were believing lies and we just have to see and hear from God himself of what he wants us to break free from. It's so amazing. Um, I love watching God work in these sessions and I'm just in awe of him every single time. And it's my complete honor and privilege to be a part of it. Okay, so you can join our Facebook group, which again, remember if you join our Facebook group, you're going to get an entry into the gift away that I am doing for a free inner healing session and that we're collecting entries on until January 5th. So go ahead and join the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group, catch the replay. You're going to be in the right place over the next couple months if you're hanging out in that group with us, if this is something that's speaking to you, that's speaking to your heart, um, you're invited. Of course, everyone is invited. All right, beloved, I pray that you prosper in your health just as your soul prospers. Until next time. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.